I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. So this year's Nobel Prize for Literature goes to hallucinatory realism. Actually, it went to Chinese writer Mo Yan, who was praised by the Swedish Academy for his hallucinatory realism, merged with folk tales, history, and the contemporary. Mo Yan is not a household name on this side of the globe, so it's a good thing that we've got the world's China correspondent, Mary Kay Magstad, on hand to tell us more about the author. Mo Yan is actually a pen name, which means don't speak. His real name is Guan Mo Ya. He's 57 years old. He's originally from the eastern province of Shandong. He grew up as a farmer. He joined the People's Liberation Army after living through the Cultural Revolution. And it was actually while he was in the PLA that he started to write. Um, He's written prolifically. Books like Big Breasts and Wide Hips, Republic of Wine, Life and Death Are Wearing Me Out. And the book that probably Americans know best would be Red Sorghum, which was made into a film by Zhang Yimou and got wide circulation around the world. His style tends to be sort of magical realism. He has one novel where it opens with the protagonist being burnt to a crisp and he goes on to become an animal and to live out his life in a different form. He has talked about how in his province, when uh, even before he was born, one of the things that sort of inspired him to take this sort of approach to things was the actual attitude of farmers when they saw new things come into their realm. For instance, back in the late 19th century, when there were German uh, colonialists really in the port city of Qingdao, they built a railway through Shandong. And he said the farmers laid out black beans and straw because they figured that's what the train would eat. And they were trying Mm -hmm. to lure it away from the tracks onto their field because bandits in the area had said that the engines were made of pure gold. These are the sorts of stories that he has said stayed with him and that he wrote about and embellished uh, into a a fuller form of magical realism in his novels. Now, if uh, Moyan's pen name means don't speak, what does that mean, that he's a literary firebrand in China or that he's kind of an obedient party loyal? That's such a good question, and people have very different views on the answer to that. Moyan is with the China Writers Association. He's actually the vice chairman. This is a a government organization. He did not say anything when Liu Xiaobo won the Nobel Peace Prize, Liu Xiaobo being a dissident who's in prison for having called for democracy and free expression in China. Right. He won the prize Um, in 2010. Correct. But Moyan's writing has been restricted within China at different times. He has written critically about society in different ways, but he he knows where the lines are, and he very cannily stays just within them. When he won the Nobel Prize for Literature, the Chinese state-run media celebrated. In fact, CCTV, Chinese Central Television, broke into its regular broadcast to say, you know, the first Chinese national has won the Nobel Prize for Literature, which is technically true. But in fact, there was a Chinese writer, uh, Gao Xingjian, who won the Nobel Prize for Literature years ago. But at the time, he was living in exile in France. So the Chinese government isn't claiming him as their own. Right. And that's a markedly different reaction from Chinese media to his winning the prize for literature than, say, the reaction to Liu Xiaobo winning the Peace Prize in 2010. Which was to block all mention of the Peace Prize, to cut off imports of Norwegian salmon, and to let Norwegian diplomats in China twist slowly in the wind for months afterward. So what about Chinese people, the average people on the street? What's the reaction been from them to uh, Mo Yan winning the prize for literature? Well, I would say that it's still somewhat early. It's only been 
announced a few hours ago, judging from Weibo, the Chinese version of Twitter, there were comments that have great respect for him. He's a great writer. He deserves it. There were other comments from both writers and poets and literary critics and just people who follow uh, the writing of different Chinese novelists who said, you know, the Nobel Prize for literature shouldn't go to someone who compromises. And in fact, a couple of people pointed out that there was a rather controversial project a while back where a hundred different Chinese writers were asked to write in their own penmanship a speech that Mao Zedong had given about the role of Chinese writers in a communist country, in, in communist China, and that is to serve the party. Mm. Mo Yan participated in that and wrote out a paragraph of Mao's speech. Now, some people say, you know, he does what he needs to do to be able to continue to write what's important to him. And other people say he compromises too much. How well known is Mo Yan in China? Uh, Mo Yan is very well known. He is one of the better known novelists in China, both in Chinese and also in translation. He has a, a translator who has been working with him over the course of, of years and has translated five of his novels. In fact, that translator, Howard Goldblatt, has said affectionately about Mo Yan, he never met an, an adjective he didn't like. <laughs> and he said, you know, a lot of translators would take those out, but I make a point of leaving them in because they're so descriptive and they're so colorful, and they really add to the imagery that he tries to build in his novels. Mary Kay, thank you. Thank you, Marco. The world's Mary Kay Magstad speaking with us from Beijing.